Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. We have a special surprise for you guys today after a few months away from the podcast, we have someone who is returning, a big fan favorite, the one and only Bill Barnes. He is back. He used to be on here weekly with us uh, on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in, just uh, pontificating and giving his random opinions on things. Uh, Fans loved him, but Bill needed some time away, and I don't think he'll be back weekly anytime soon, but it's great to see him and hear from him. I'm excited about this. It is uh, the best Christmas gift we could receive from the Get Home Safe podcast. Keep in mind, Bill Barnes is not for everybody. Uh, he definitely is a, a unique person, a unique uh, opinionated guy. So uh, keep in mind, not all of his views uh, <laughs> reflect my audience or me, for instance, but uh, he's a funny, funny guy, a very, very strong opinions, and uh, he is uh, fired up and ready to go. So let's get right to Mr. Bill Barnes. I'm excited for this. As you were warned beforehand, there could get some colorful language here, but uh, anyway, we're going to have some fun today. Bill Barnes is back, guys. The one and only Bill Barnes. Billy Barnes in the house, ladies and gentlemen. You're, Billy Barnes. You're playing, you are playing my favorite Christmas song ever yeah you know everybody that, that, that knows me well you know my, my my girlfriend donna says that is not a christmas song she hates it so i play it more and more when she's around just so she can acclimate to it so anyway thank you for that that was great yeah. absolutely you know, that was from 19, i believe about 1979 a group by the name of the waitresses yeah so you you, you would like a group known as the waitresses bill barnes You've, you've hey, talked waitresses to and, waitresses and nurses is what I grew up on. Okay. As a young cop. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's back with a boom. Bill Barnes. Good to see you, man. Last time we heard that song, you were dancing your heart out uh, about a week before Christmas in your very fine looking jacket for those not watching on YouTube. Look at, give look you at this. this. Huh? Oh yeah. We got a red, just disgusting Christmas jacket with uh uh what, do you, what would you sport coat uh man that is a that is a dinner jacket if i must say so bill <clears throat> well you know i wear it once a year whether i need to or not um it's usually for our pal uh, jerry aldini's birthday which is right around christmas and uh i wear it and it fits so good now that i decided to wear it a second time for your show because you had requested that i do so there so therefore i am what a guy. What a guy, Bill. You were yeah. feeling no pain last week. You were in the Christmas spirit or whatever you want to call it. Maybe the Christmas, you've had too many of the Christmas spirits and uh, you were dancing along. You said, Matt, find this song on the jukebox. And it took me a while. I finally found it. And then uh, I showed a little clip of you dancing 
uh, it went a lot longer <laughs> than just that little well, version. It really shouldn't have because uh, I am not a I am not a TikTok dancer by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so it probably you know was very very repulsing to those who watched it. And I apologize. Oh man, well uh, they loved it, and you know what, Bill, this is our. New Year's Eve edition of the podcast. We're a few days early, but we're kind of right in between Christmas and New Year's. So uh, what a better way than to bring you on. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to recap Christmas, look forward to 2022, um, uh, a lot of different things. But uh, first of all, a lot of fans, I'm sure, kind of wanted to know what happened. I got that question a lot. What happened to Bill Barnes? What happened to Bill? I said, hey, he's a busy man. People want him. Contract dispute. I mean, these things happen. Well, you know, it kind of goes with the, the whole, my, my whole genre of when, you know, my, my life, you know, <clears throat> um, men want to be me and women want to be with me. So I can understand. <laughs> yeah. Go, go ahead and laugh. Come on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, maybe at some point and in, in, in time down the road, but not now. Um, so, yeah, you know, I got busy. Work was out of control. Um, I just couldn't get give this the attention that it's so uh, desperately needed. So uh, for that reason, I just stepped away for a while. Uh, I don't know when we'll do it again, but we're certainly doing it now. We'll make the best of it. Um, <clears throat> there was no contractual um, haggle or anything since I don't get paid shit for doing this anyway. So, you know, well, what's the big deal? Yeah. So there, there was no big deal. It's just that I got this and I, you know, one day we tried to do it. We couldn't cause I did, you know, so it was one less thing I had to worry about, but I was keeping, you know, following your, your, your show. And I must say, you have had every person who have even set foot on the campus of Rio Hondo prep. I believe you had the night, the, the uh, janitor's uncle from when, <laughs> 1977. Um, and that was a lively uh, talk about which um, key goes to which room and, <laughs> what kind of broom you use to sweep the gym. And, you know, that was just absolutely uh, uh, engaging. And, and I, I, I'm, I've, I watched that episode about four times. <laughs> well, you know, uh, a lot of us are former janitors. I was, I was a former janitor as well. Can you believe, Bill, they trusted me at one time, not at Rio Hondo, but my, my head coach, he trusted me with the keys to a dentist office and a, a, I don't know, insurance company or something in Pasadena that we had to go clean three times a week. Uh, high school, Matt Hersema with keys, keys to the classroom, if you will. You know, I saw that picture that somebody, I think Freddie posted it of you in high oh, school. Here we, here we go. You look, you look 50 years old then. <laughs> Okay. And, and, and let's, you know, I, I think it's safe to assume you were never thin. Is that true? I think That's you were fair. probably wearing, you were probably wearing uh, waist size 36s when you were in fifth grade. Wow. Anyway, I wish, you know what? I wish we had a live studio audience. Somebody would be laughing besides you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're killing, you're killing me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was, Hey, those are football playing days. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't understand your comment. You thought I looked older then than I do now. Or was that your girlfriend, Donna, who said those kinds? She of said it. I had to agree with her. She goes, God, Matt looks older then than he does now. I said, God, well, Matt, you know what? You know, not that I agree with her on everything, which I do, even though I don't. You uh, better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, geez, you're right. Man, he looked like an old man then. <laughs> Uh, I've always been an old man. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Donna, you're uh, look at people were wondering, uh, 
you know, it's been a few months away. If you were dead and buried in the desert or something, you are still pulling this thing off with the lovely Donna. I can't figure it out. Nobody can. Um, what, what do you do? How much are you paying this poor woman, Bill? Well, she has glaucoma. She can't see well. <laughs> and, you know, I, and, and I keep telling her, hey, put off the surgery, okay? You're, you're doing fine. You know, let's yeah. just keep it where it's at. Because once you can see out, clearly out of both eyes, I will be history. So <laughs> let's, let's just, you know, let's, let's keep the madness as long as we can. Uh, in, indeed. Yeah, we saw her at Christmas last week uh, when we were all having a good time. And, you know, every time I see her, she's a lovely lady. We start talking and about 30 minutes in, I'm like, okay, what is it? There's, come on, there's, what is, there's something wrong. We just can't figure it out. What is wrong with her? And her taste of the, uh, maybe, you know, maybe she's nothing wrong with her. She just, well, maybe you, you know, are that charming. When we met, you know, she was desperate. I was available. And the desperation <laughs> has not evaporated yet. So, you know, I'm going to ride, we'll ride this as long as we can until she comes to her senses. And then I'll have to, you know, resort to plan B, which will be beg, beg and, 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 and pay her to stay with me. So when we get to that point, we'll, we'll figure it out. You need, Bill, I mean, you, you, you got a, a great second career here uh, going on. You got a wonderful woman in your life. Uh, you're dipping back into this podcast a little bit. You got a wonderful granddaughter. Life is good for you, right? You need to go get a lotto ticket or something. You just, you got a hot hand right now, man. Well, I do. I do. And, and I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm blessed right now. And um, even though this pandemic is still running amok, because, you know, we have politicians running it instead of doctors. And even the doctor that we have running it is a fucking idiot. Okay. And that's your twin brother, Dr. Fauci. Um, I've about had it with him and his, yeah. you know, fence writing. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's all good. And, and I want to thank all of the loyal uh, supporters. I want to thank all the people that voted in the uh, Podcaster uh, Academy Awards for the lovely golden mic that I got. That's right. Uh, I displayed this uh, quite proudly the evening that I got it. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I'll try to live up to it. Um, I want to put it on. I want to put it in the picture, but I put it like this and it's just Stop. not good. Stop it. Stop so it. We're going we're gonna to leave it out. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yes. Uh, the votes are still coming in for that, but we, we figure we'd get you that award. Cause you, you know, probably there, there's 81, it. there's 81 million people out there that got buffaloed by, by our president. There's got to be about 15 or 16 that get buffaloed by me. And I certainly appreciate it. Absolutely. Bill Barnes on the, the uh, podcaster of the year or whatever yeah. you want to call well, it. Yes. Guest, guest podcast in a limited role. That, there you go. And guest Bill, we've already cast in a, in a, in a limited role. That was me. I think there was already, one other person. There was one other person that was up for it. And um, uh, I don't know who it was, but, you know, I beat him. No, so good. Yeah. Hey, outstanding. You, you, you done, you done great, Bill. And um, yeah, you know, this is our 75th episode together, Bill, not that anyone's counting, but this is number 75. Uh, a lot has changed over that amount of time. And, uh, and here we are. So yes, congrats on the big award. Um, yeah, that's, that's a big, you already have juice boxes and participation trophies in your life. I figured you finally earned something for a change. Well, exactly. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, I, I can't believe that you know, I actually won. And, um, you know, I, I it's, it, I, I proudly, you know, pres I proudly display this in my office where absolutely nobody goes. So it's, it's great. How was, uh, how, how was your Christmas bill? Uh, I know your granddaughter is growing quickly. It looks like you had to 
to uh, put together a, a toy truck. Maybe you and Santa, you had some, uh, some work to do for your granddaughter. It looked like it was all worth it though. Yeah. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, oh, okay. It all started Christmas Eve. I went down to a Donna's pad down in the uh, fashionable uh, uh, San Fernando Valley <clears throat> and um, you know, got there safely. Thank God. No one tried to accost me or kill me or shoot me. So I made it up, made it up, made it to her place. And uh, I was, I exchanged some gifts there that night. Her, her daughter, Casey and her friend, um, <clears throat> uh, Vanessa was there. Her other daughter, uh, Jaden was there for a while with her boyfriend. They took off, of course. They didn't want to be with us. I don't blame them. But anyway, I got a great present from Vanessa and uh, Casey. In fact, has Casey been on the show yet? No, no. With her not. dog training expertise, she hasn't. No, no. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Here, first off, I'm gonna take this stupid jacket off now and display the shirt that was given to me. I put it on Facebook, and I've gotten about 250 likes by people that I don't even know so I'm gonna take I'm gonna we're gonna take the coat off can you read that oh oh yeah okay wow yeah okay this was presented to me that was my first present on uh on Christmas Eve I proudly wore it and um you know it fits I gotta tell you it fits I like it it fits not only my 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 um strapping body but it also but this but the saying on here also fits anyway Enough of that. Anyway, I got this. I got some other things. Had a, I, I, I made out very well. Um, <clears throat> the next morning, Christmas morning, I went over and surprised my granddaughter with a um, one of the, like, uh, she's four years old. You get inside. It's a um, Range Rover with an engine and all that. Not an engine, but but it's battery operated. You know the whole what it is. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, she was really surprised. She loved it. And it came unassembled. So, you know, <laughs> I, I am not the most mechanical individual in the world, but so I, I summoned the help of our good friend, Mr. Jerry Aldini. Uh, so Aldini came over, um, I think it was Tuesday morning. And we put this thing together. It took about 20 minutes and I could have done it myself. It was that simple. I could have, but, but, uh, but uh, <clears throat> Santa Claus, Mr. Aldini helped out. So I presented her that she loved it. It was raining, unfortunately. She couldn't get out. She has not been able to get outside and drive it yet. You know, we're taping on Tuesday. The, what is this, the 29th, 28th? 28th. Okay. We're going to try for this afternoon. It should be clear. I'm going to go over there, shoot some video of her driving her, um, her Range Rover. Uh, she, will, she will have a helmet on. She will, have, she will be seat belted in. Um, you, know, she's a, you know, she's a high maintenance four-year-old. I mean, last year she was a doctor. She had a doctor's outfit for Christmas this year. She's a Beverly Hills socialite driving around in a, in a black uh, Range Rover. So whoever the poor bastard is that hooks up with her down the road, you better be, you better be, beware. She's yeah. got high, high tastes. High standards, but you bought her a Range, yeah. Range Rover already, Bill. I think yeah, there's another old, one. In, yeah. There's another right. Range Rover in your future someday, probably. Well, let's hope I'm dead by then because I don't <laughs> want to have to deal with it. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. What about you, uh, Bill? Did you get any uh, fun gift that you can share with us besides uh, that wonderful T-shirt? Anything else? Uh, yeah, I, I got I got a uh, let's see. Um, I got a really nice uh, 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 mattress pad. 
Oh, that makes my mattress nice and firm now. <laughs> we won't. I won't call you did that for a year. <laughs> I slept down the Any, hall from you. I remember. <laughs> anyway, something at least something's firm in the bed, which is nice. Um, so that's a start. That was nice. Uh, got a good night. I've had some really good night's sleep since then. Um, <clears throat> well, let's see. Gosh, I mean, I, yeah, um, uh, the shirt, obviously, we've all seen that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's been the high point. It's all good. And the, the granddaughter, yeah. you know, being happy with the, the mm-hmm. that's, that's, I'm sure, is a gift yeah. in itself. I, so, yeah, when you're my age, you don't really, you, you know, for a guy that has everything, I don't need anything. So just seeing other people's happiness is, 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 uh, makes Christmas for me. So lovely. Um, yeah, I'll be going to, um, 1 800 Instalone to get some money to re- recoup my, my expenses I made this year because I spent <laughs> a hell of a lot. Yeah. So anyway, what about the decorations at your home, Bill? Did you put any up? Did you have the, uh, the, the, the lights or anything going like you no. have in the past? You didn't have, no. a, you no. didn't have a loyal tenant who did that for no. you. No, no. The last, when you were renting that room for me, it looked like you had so much shit up. It looked like a Mexican beer bar. <laughs> all we, all we needed was a bunch of drunk, his, uh, drunk senioritas running around and you outside the front door, blowing a whistle, getting people inside, you know? I swear to God, I thought I was living in Tijuana when that happened. Lights everywhere. Uh, I love yeah, lights are... everywhere and, and bells and whistles and you know, you know, come on. No. Bill, you've no, had a because, lot of uh because when you put that up, you gotta bring it down. So why put it up? Why make more well, work for you? I brought it down. I brought it all down. Well, you did, but but yeah. I would have had to do oh, but that. you and, and no. I'm gonna just I'm not gonna decorate just for me. That's ridiculous. So. Scrooge. Well, you have, you have, uh, you know, guests over now, now that you're a well, big timer. And well, like, I'll, I'll spend the money in other ways for them. I'll buy them drinks and, and maybe uh, get them a pumpkin pie or something. <laughs> there you go. That's that, that's nice. I come on, Bill. I am by far your most uh, cheerful of all tenants, previous, uh, previous tenants, we should say. Uh, that's, that's not hard to achieve. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, well, Christmas is over. Uh, a new year is fast approaching, you know, this time last year, we were all fired up to just see, all right, let's just change this calendar from 2020 to 2021. But I got to tell you, Bill, it's almost been a sequel of 2020. Hasn't been much better. Uh, 2021. What is your recap of this crazy year we've had? Well, it, it, you exactly hit it on the, on the nail there. It's, it's, you know, we've gone no place. 2020, March of 2020, we got diagnosed with this pandemic and uh, everybody kept saying, you know, take the shot, take the shot when the shot came out. I will say this. I will say this. I've had both. I've been double vaxxed and I had the booster. OK, people are going to be pissed like, Bill, you sell out, you, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Personal choice, folks. You know why? Because at some point in time, they're going to say, unless you're triple vaxxed, you can't go inside. 7-Eleven, you can't go inside the movie theater, you can't go inside, you know, so I'm just beating it to the punch, you know what, it's, it's, when you, when you're, when you're, it's kind of like being, you know, you know, just being a, 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 an abused dog, you finally say, fuck it, you know, before you get hit with the whip, you just do, do what you think you need to do, so that's what I'm doing, and it hasn't, I have had no adverse reactions, you know, um, so <clears throat> that's what I chose to do. Now, to those who, of you that don't want it, fine. I look at it this way. At some point in time, 
during this whole pandemic, this whole bunch of bullshit we're going through, just like back in, in 1918, 1919, they had to play through it. They didn't have, thank God back then, they didn't have the internet with all these dipshits coming out with every theory in the world. They didn't have goofball, egotistical, dumbass politicians like the, the governor we have in this state telling people this and, and not having any knowledge at all of what the fuck they're talking about. You didn't have a, a doctor, the infectious disease expert that we supposedly have, who hasn't had a stethoscope around his neck in 40 years, telling us what we should and shouldn't do. These people are complete goofs, all right? I don't trust them. I don't like them. We need some good, you know, doctors, not politicians, not mayors, not, you know, board of supervisor people. We need doctors dictating what to do, what not to do. When you cut through all the shit and you actually hear a doctor talk, what we have to do is protect our vulnerable, which we do in any, in, in any type of virus, any type of sickness, protect the vulnerable. And at some point in time, you got to play through this. I, I kind of bring it down to, you know, uh, <clears throat> dummy terms, like you're out playing golf. All right. <clears throat> the skies are, you know, getting ugly. The 12th hole, it starts raining. Now, do you put your clubs in your bag and go in and quit? Or do you play through? You can do one or the other. I would choose to play through. That's what you have to kind of do with this virus. At some point in time, you got to play through this thing. The rain is going to be here. Play through. When the rain's over, about the 18th hole, and you hit a birdie shot, you're happy, and you forgot all about the fucking rain, all right? Now, for those of you that didn't bring rain gear, i.e. Uh, either the shot or not the shot, or a umbrella, well, I'm sorry. Tough shit. You got wet, didn't you? You know what your health is. You know what you can handle, what you can't handle. All right. I'm not saying I'm not anti-vax. I'm not pro-vax. I'm pro-choice in this. I think it's absolutely horrendous what the government is doing to force people into getting the shot or not getting the shot. Okay. It's bullshit. It's not the way this country was designed. But then again, nothing the way things are going now. Anything we're, with the people in charge now, this is not the United States of America any longer. Hopefully, by midterms next year, when we get some, some adults back in office and not these dipshits <laughs> called the squad, oh, you know, running things, we're going to get some semblance of the United States of America back. And we've got to get the current administration out of the White House. I thought it would be bad. I had no idea it would be this bad. Okay. To those, to you 81 million people out there who voted for this clown, shame on you. Hope you're happy. Even his own party thinks he's a clown because he is a clown. You know, he has been, Joe Biden has been the, the, the perennial uh, follower his whole political career. He's never done shit. He was a vice president for eight years and basically, you know, was the big cheerleader for Obama. Okay, he's always been that guy. He's never had to do any work in his life. You know, he's never had to do shit. You know, he, 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 um, he uh, tried to sell himself as a family man. Well, yeah, he was in everybody else's family. That's why his wife, Jill, made him take the train every day home from Washington to Delaware because he'd be off trying to, you know, sniff here and sniff there. He was mandated 
he didn't do it because he liked his family. He did it because Jill was going to, you know, kick his ass if he didn't come home every night. So don't listen to his bullshit. All right. He is a philanderer and he's a pile of shit and he needs to go. What do you make of the let's go Brandon uh, phrase that is kind of caught the nation by storm? Uh, I love it. I love it. I like the other one. I like the fuck Joe Biden better. <laughs> okay. I heard the other day it was, uh, how was it labeled? Let's go Brandon was, was labeled a right wing hate, hate catchphrase or some, some nonsense or whatever. And it's like, uh, no, this, <laughs> this is, you're actually proving the point here. That phrase has caught fire because number one, that's how people feel, but it's also proves when it actually happened, this poor NASCAR driver uh, named uh, Brandon was, was getting, was getting interviewed and yeah. the FJB chance came out mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the news media reported, Oh, they must be saying, let's go Brandon. It was you couldn't have planned it any better to well there you go you there there you go you got the media and they're a bunch of another that's another whole bag of shit those people yeah i mean they're not journalists anymore matt they're not journalists you were a communication uh 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 person in, in in college all right how many journalism classes did you take well i i uh, yeah took, yeah my point took exactly. a few but okay. but still but, but <laughs> Okay, you you know you, you can't you, you know you can't tell me that um, these if people. If I can pass them, anybody can. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know what? All you need now is a pretty face. I mean, tell me. Okay, we'll go to the male side and the female side. Do you think David Muir is a fucking journalist? <laughs> you think Don Lemon is a fucking journalist? What about your we, boy uh, Cuomo? Uh, well, we know he's, he's not a journalist. He's unemployed. <laughs> yeah. What happened there? That's weird. Um, okay. These guys are not journalists. Okay. No, they, are, they are talking heads. They are, they are um, um, spokesmen for the left. We, are, we, are, we have a state-run media now. No, we're, no, we're no better than, than Venezuela or any of those other communist countries when it comes to that. I mean, yeah, look, how they've covered, look how they've covered the Maxwell trial. Oh, what, what trial is that? What yeah, exactly. I, I, exactly. I can't find exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, right. It's Come weird. On. It's Come really on. weird. Well, kind of, kind of spilling into that now. I mean, Bill, as someone who's a former law enforcement officer, you got to be absolutely sickened by the the rise in crime, which we all saw coming. You defund the police, you you make criminal, you let people out on zero bail. I mean, people are so stupid, they don't think this is gonna ri- lead to rise in crime, and it has. Well, you know, exactly. I mean, we all laughed and saw this coming. Um, you've got thugs and gangs, you know, of, 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 and I'll just say it, black gangs, black gangs, on the streets of Beverly Hills, the streets of uh, fashionable Hollywood, uh, nice parts of Los Angeles out um, terrorizing and just taking what the fuck they want. And they're being recruited by shot callers of these high uh, shot callers that, that are part, that are that are leaders of these gangs. And it's become like a, a, a Ponzi scheme. It's like it's like, you know, they go out, they get their loot. They pass it up. They get paid their thousand dollars for their efforts, and then they go out. And they recruit more assholes to go do what they were doing. It is. It, it. It's. It's. It's out of control. 
it's it's completely amok. Now, I'm not one that wears my, you know, I, I'm obviously licensed to carry a weapon. You know, I'm a retired police officer and I have a, uh, a concealed carry permit. All right. I have that. And a lot of times it's in my car. You know, I don't, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When I'm in a mall, when I'm around people, and I don't care what color they are. I'm not being, I'm not saying that. I carry that. You know what? If I carry my, I carry my gun with me now everywhere. Every, I don't give a shit now. If it's 90 degrees tomorrow, I'm going to have something on that will, that, that I can carry that thing and conceal it because um, I would feel safer. I would feel safer on a beach in Cancun than I would in downtown Los Angeles. Well, the cartel pretty much leaves you alone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The gangs you, may, you may just catch it. You may just catch an errant, errant bullet from, from, from a machine gun when they're trying to kill their, their, their rivals. They're not after you. Yeah. You know, but again, I'm not saying that's right either. But the, my point is, is that I feel I would feel safer in damn near any foreign country than I would in downtown Los Angeles. And that is sad. And like uh, <clears throat> Jamie McBride, the one of the, the uh, directors of their uh, police uh, protective league down there said, it's the it's a it's a movie down there. It's called The Purge. Oh, but it's not just for 24 hours. It's ongoing. Well, it's been crazy to see like these, these uh, sm smash and grab. These things are orchestrated. These aren't just uh, kids around the corner saying, hey, let's go no, rob that's this what place. I said. It's a well-orchestrated gang type um, business now that, you know, they're not, you know, um, <clears throat> and they're making money. They're selling it because, you know, uh, marketplace on Facebook, uh, Craigslist, these things are not well-policed. Because, of course, they've defunded the police. Now, now, see, people think that defunding the police means we're not going to pay them as much money. Well, that's, that's fucking bullshit. Defunding the police means that, you know, they think, oh, well, you know, you know we're, we're, we're going to defund them. We don't want them going and sitting on their asses in donut shops and we're going to take their money away. That's not the case. When you defund, you're taking away training money. You're taking away equipment money. All right. Because the last person to go is the human being. So you're going to cut, you know, they think by defunding the police, they're going to eliminate the police. Bullshit. They're, they're eliminating training days. They're eliminating special, special divisions that go out and combat that kind of crime. So guess what, folks? Um, I hope you, uh, you know, I hope you, you like what you wish for. You get now what you, you pay for. Right. You and here, here's, another, here's another sick, sad, ironic twist to this whole thing. I'm not sure if all three of your viewers are aware of this, that when the lady in Beverly Hills was killed, the white, the 81 year old wife of the uh, movie, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the uh, <clears throat> uh, music producer by that crazed lunatic, idiotic parolee that just got out of prison that indiscriminately went up to her place and, um, you know, killed her. That was her son-in-law was the CEO of Netflix, which, which gave millions and millions of dollars to the Gavin Newsom fight the recall effort. So it came full circle on them. Hmm. What they put money into keeping created this monster, enabled this monster to go and kill right in, in, in their house. So yeah. And it's sad. That's bullshit. It's unacceptable. 
it's 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 great it's crazy <laughs> that people excuse you know everyone wants to i'll talk about science and uh and and people hardly ever look at data anymore but like you you look at crime in specific cities that not all of them defunded the police you know whatever it was a fancy catchphrase that that the people threw around like anything else but these cities murders are way up i mean not set aside all the other violent crime murders have skyrocketed and that is in large part because of a lack of policing because people are handcuffing the police you know it's you can't argue with the results. Your ideas, right? Your fancy ideas, politicians, did not work out the way you wanted. But no, people, no, and, and they're claiming that, th- and they're claiming that well, theft is down. Well, theft is down, you dumb bastards, because people aren't reporting it because you can't do anything. You can't. No, yeah. I mean, if if somebody walked into my garage today and took all my shit, you think I'm going to report it? Hell no. Why? Why? Have my insurance go up? and have some some cop come out here and take a report and that's as far as it goes why bother what about all the cvs's that are going out of business they have to shut down because they can't report these crimes of theft that, how about that you know well you know what um i watched a very disturbing video last night of the burlington coat factory incident where and it, it goes along kind of with the cvs question <clears throat> the burlington coat factory for those of you who don't know uh Last Thursday afternoon, about noon, some psychotic nut, gorked out asshole on drugs was in a Burlington Coat Factory in North Hollywood, beating people with uh, a bicycle lock. And and watching the video, I watched the entire 35-minute video, which, of course, the media is not going to show. They're only going to show the part where the cop, uh, you know, puts the guy down. Um, But anyway... Rate, um, uh, 911 calls were indicating that there was possibly shots being fired, whether or not they were or not. They weren't, obviously. But because of the noise the guy was making, perhaps people panicked and thought it was an active shooter. All right. So with the mindset that the cops had arriving to the scene, they formed what's called a diamond formation, which is um, used for active shooters. In an active shooter entry, you're in a diamond formation. You have four officers. One has a uh, a, a, a uh, in this case, either it was either a shotgun or a uh, AR-15, and they are moving through, and their their whole their whole purpose is to find the shooter and put them down, and that's exactly what they did, and with the horror and with the 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 obvious anger, and you know, uh, oh God, just just. It, the 14-year-old girl that died by the stray bullet, that didn't have to happen. And I'll tell you why, all right? That son of a bitch who was in there creating the, 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 uh, the problem, assaulting people, he, he, he made this happen. He doesn't do that. We're not, ta- we're not talking. However, the police responded. They did what they did. Evidently, that what they believe is an errant round, hit the ground, skipped, and struck a 14-year-old girl who was in a dressing room hiding with her mother. Completely unacceptable, horrible. Um, no words can can put any type of, of uh, heel on that at all. Nothing. However, people are so afraid now to engage with people that are being assholes, just like on airplanes, just like oh, on airplanes. <laughs> Somebody needs to just get up and just kick the living fuck out of one of these assholes that's creating a problem on the plane. Okay. And I, you know what? I'll get to that in a second. Let me finish up on the... Uh, Burlington Coat Factory. 
if someone was in that store and just walked over there and hit this guy with a chair and knocked the shit out of him and held him till the cops got there, people are afraid to engage. People, I mean, where's their security at? And even if they had security, many companies have a policy now. Do not engage. Just be a witness. Just watch. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah. That is bullshit. There, was a, there, there were two human lives taken here. One, I don't give a flying fuck about. The second one was that 14-year-old girl. That shouldn't have happened. Now, whether or not this, this shooting is going to de- be deemed justified, tactically correct, that's you know out of my pay grade. I don't make those decisions. Obviously, I have my I have my opinion, but you know it's gonna be that'll be determined by <clears throat> the uh, the folks at, at Los Angeles Police Department and their protect uh, and their um, civilian police commission. Um, so back to the airplanes. You've got oh boy, yeah. You've got people with that. Look, I don't blame them for not wanting to wear a mask on a plane. I don't blame them one bit. However, you're getting some liquored up, drunk idiots that get on an airplane and they become unruly. And these flight attendants, most of which are, are women who don't have the training in, you know, they, they give them training at, at, at uh, United Airlines Flight School. I get it. But instead of all these idiots filming this shit, you know, form up a team form up a team of, 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 of men and just go, go over there and just beat the, you know, do what you got to do. Use the force necessary to tie that fucker up in his seat. All right. Yeah. Who's Let's next? stop this bullshit. Nobody needs to be, to be assaulted by, by someone really passionate. Did you see that video of the, of the, uh, of the lady who was in the dude's face screaming at him he said he was actively eating she didn't have her mask on she's screaming she's cussing at him she ended up spitting on him they have to drag her to the back Mm -hmm. apparently she's a former uh baywatch extra and a a former raiderette wow boy that that, there you go raider nation baby (laughs) i was like oh that's that's fitting totally delusional Again, her mask off, screaming at this guy to put his on. We have lost our, our minds, Bill. I don't, I, I want to leave people alone. I want people to leave me alone. We have lost our minds where we think, I, 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 uh, I just, I don't go anywhere. I go to work. I maybe meet you or some other friends and some places that uh, we go to. Uh, other than that, uh, I don't love being around people because people have become lunatics. There's some good ones yeah. out there. There's plenty of good ones, but still. <clears throat> Yeah, just like during the 9-11 thing, you know, we all got paranoid to fly after that. And we all wanted to sit by the cockpit door to make sure that no crazy lunatic jump got, got into the cockpit. Well, they've made, uh, you know, the way now where you can't get in. It's locked. You can't get in. Great. It's, you know, it's like Fort Knox. You can't get in the cockpit. Fantastic. I, I swear to God, Matt, I, I flew... The last time I flew was back in September. I flew from Denver. It was a one-way, Denver to LA. And it was, it was a work situation. I was beat tired. And I came in. I sat down. I had an aisle seat with my mask on, of course. I closed my eyes. I fell asleep. The last, And when I woke up, we hit the runway at LA. Okay? I was out. Gone. However, I would love to fly again. Okay? And I swear to God, I don't care if it's a man or a woman. If they get shitty, I swear to God, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go rip the. I'm gonna go rip the. Uh, 
<clears throat> the armrest off one of these seats. I'm going to club him like a baby fucking seal, okay? Because I am sick and tired of this shit. These people should not have to endure these idiots, you know? And if there were more people that were willing to step up and take care of business, the police can't protect you, okay? All they are, we're a cleanup crew. We are a cleanup crew. I shouldn't say we. I'm no longer in the game. But the police now, they're just a cleanup crew. We have been not only defunded, but denutted as far as being able to go out and do proactive police work. That's, wow. That is a thing of the past. We are a reactionary group who come and take a report and pat you on the head and tell you, it's, you know, go home, take two aspirin, it'll be better tomorrow. That's what it's become. So people are going to have to start acting. I'm not saying be a bunch of vigilantes, okay? Because that's a whole nother deal. But yeah. this, this um, Burlington Coat Factory thing, if there'd have been some, and you can't tell me that on December 21st, 2nd, whatever the hell date it was, in a, in a busy North Hollywood Burlington Coat Factory, it was all women. You can't tell me that, all right? There had to be some men in there that could have stepped up and beat this guy's ass, okay? And put him down until the cops got there and taken him off. We'd had a, we'd had a, a beautiful 14-year-old girl enjoying Christmas. Instead, you know, her family's planning her, her fucking funeral. Unacceptable. Yeah. All right. Well, Bill, I mean, like, it, it's a scary thing. I, I actually knew someone who was, you know, very young guy. Um, I don't know, late 20s, maybe early 30s, who who just um, basically one year on the job uh, on the police force. And he said, uh, I don't want any part of this and walked away. And that's just a person, one person I know. There's people all, all over the country like that who uh, don't like what has been going on. I've known other veteran guys who were a few years from retirement, probably they've walked away. They've moved to another state. I mean, it, it is, it's only going to get worse. I think uh, as far as policing goes, but, but you know, there's still some States, some cities, some that uh, where, where there's no issue. It's just this state of California. Have you been driven or even thought about leaving yet? Seriously. Now that you're traveling, oh, you still oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think about it all. I think about it every day. I'd love to get out of here. Love to love to but there are there are there's things keeping me here that you know <clears throat> that have uh i'm not yet ready to uh cut the um umbilical cord i guess i don't know yeah. Yeah. so yeah and it's that's all that's, good. My, that's on me that's my fault that's it's all my we, we all what's the, we all sleep in the bed we make the bed we sleep i don't know however the phrase goes but uh well i'll tell you yeah. what my bed has a nice firm pad on it now and it's <laughs> so you so don't maybe, maybe what the... we what we need what we need in society is a nice firm pad to make things go yeah. better, what do you think? I like it. You know more, no more growling in the when you'd wake up. Ah! No, 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 no. I wake up with a smile on my face and uh, you know, ready to rock and roll. That was the best. I could run it down the hall. Bill, what's wrong? You okay? He's like, Yeah, I'm fine. What are you talking about? Just stretching, <laughs> man. Just stretching. Stretching out, letting it breathe. So, how has work been? You've been uh you've been traveling all over, you've been very, very very busy. Any, I know you're very top secret, but is there any stories you can share of anybody you've met or anything of that nature? Or is that all kind of hush hush? Oh, uh, it's kind of hush hush. Um, understood. Uh, understood. Yeah. But I've met some, I met some, uh, some uh, doozies. I'll tell you. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, secret agent man, Bill Barnes. Now uh, I'm not, I'm just kidding here. Is there a, is there an age kind of restriction on your, uh, on your endeavors? I mean, you're a young, vibrant, uh, 60, two-year-old man but uh how long can you do your line of work or plan uh, on doing your line of work i'm as old as i've ever been yeah <laughs> i stole I, i've stole i stole that line from mike rowe they interviewed him the other night 
And that guy, let me tell you something. He's a, he's a, he's a, you know what? He, I bet he never has a problem in a bar mm. talking to women. That guy's smooth. He no is doubt. smooth as a great, he is smooth as a gravy sandwich. You know, he was talking to the, to the gal that was interviewing him and he's, you know, complimenting her on what she's done in, in her career. And he goes, you know, he goes, I'd really like to come, you know, he's in San Francisco, she's in LA. And he goes, you know, I'd really like to come down and, uh, you know, uh, talk about all the great things you've done, either with a cup of coffee or a frosty, be- a frosty adult beverage of some type. <laughs> and I thought, man, man, that guy is smooth. You know what? We got to make a list, Bill, of guys who we would love to sit down and uh, and have a an adult an adult soda with sometime. And he he's one of them. I mean, uh, Mike Rowe some- would be right at the top, man. I yeah. love I love his his posts and comments and things. And when people, you know, when people try to shoot him down, he's just he hits them right back. You know, he's like, oh, uh, the, the funny thing is, you thought I valued your opinion or something like that. Like, yeah. pretty- and for a and for a Bay Area guy, you know, he's pretty damn uh, he's pretty damn out there as far as uh, you know being kind of caustic and 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 not folding like a nickel balloon like most of them do up there. You know, yeah, he's, he's you can't you can't. Um, you know, fault him for that. He's, he's, I like him. He's a great, I'm going to, I'm going to start watching his show. He's revamping dirty jobs again. Oh, really? Yeah. Outstanding. I, I love it. I love it. We'll, uh, we'll have to check that out. Um, let's see what else, Bill. It's new, new year. You're not a, you know, you're not much of a celebration guy. Uh, new year's day is coming. New no, year's I can't Eve. because if you go out, you go into a bar, you take oh. your mask off and breathe. You might kill somebody. So it's right. You, know, you got to stay in. Yeah. yeah, all those all those vaccinated uh, people are, are catching the catching the virus. So, uh, yeah, they're they're dangerous people. But uh, I much prefer celebrating in small groups anyway. It's not that I'm against anything large, but New Year's Eve, I'll be out driving. You know, I'll drive all night, make some money um, for the uh, for the people that are out and about uh, New Year's Day. I love the Rose Bowl. That's a little tradition of mine. I like to do. Um, what about sports, Bill? Have you been? Uh, first of all, your boy, Jim Harbaugh, man, in the, in the college football playoff. Did you see that coming? Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> I mean, what's he got eight years to, to figure it out? He finally did. Come on, Jim. It's not that difficult, man. You got everything you want up there. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> um, I, went to a, I went to a UCLA game. Uh, I went to UCLA and Cal. They play football? Cal? You all well, UCLA. Well, Cal cancels well, after the game. They're a fucking bowl game. Where, 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 where your, where's your little sisters from USC from? Oh, they're, they're busy reloading and bringing in uh, fresh recruits from the, the Midwest and East coast and everything with the new head coach, Lincoln Riley. I'm excited about that. Well, he's going to, you know, he's going to build a program there if they don't get put on probation, you know, <laughs> um, you know, and, and, how and, was your, how was the UCLA game? You tailgated, you had a good, did the football game get in the way of a good time? It really did. Uh, we yeah. stayed for one half because it was so cold and I didn't bring a hat to cover my, my, my bald head. And I'd forgotten. That's probably the first uh, sporting event I've gone to since I shaved my head. And it was, you know, like, like a friggin' iceberg. So we left at halftime, but uh, you know, let me tell you something, the UCLA people, they know how to pregame. They know how to do a, a, a pregame in the, uh, on the golf course there at Pasadena. They do a great job. Yeah, it's a pretty nice uh, setup there to just your stadiums right there. Just everyone spread out, do your thing, and rock and roll. Was there any Bill Barnes dance moves? Uh, no dancing. No, 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 no. This was an adult affair. I, uh, you know, I was with a bunch of doctors and lawyers, and you know, UCLA people, and uh, 
they don't get they don't get as wild and crazy as the uh, SC frat boys do. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh man, yeah, USC. What a they they definitely hit rock bottom. That's for sure. Now only one direction to go. Uh, but yeah, Harbaugh, uh, Saban. I, I don't know. Did the did the little Cincinnati Bearcats stand a chance against Alabama? No, no, no. They're the <laughs> they're the University of Hawaii when they went to play Georgia few years oh ago they're, they're yeah. gonna get trounced. they're gonna get trounced you know yeah. uh no i don't think they do um I, I like god i think michigan i think michigan um i think michigan who's michigan playing georgia okay michigan will, michigan will squeak it out and it'll be michigan alabama and alabama will will, will take a whip into them i think yeah yeah i, I think similar um Maybe not a blowout, but I think, yeah, Alabama just, they keep doing their thing and it's crazy, um, but it is what it is. Um, to the NFL we go. There's only, um, there's only one, there's only one more wigged out, crazier, intense, lunatic football coach in the country. And that's Urban Meyer over, over, oh, uh, yeah. over uh, Saban, Nick Saban. And we saw, we saw where that got Urban. He's, he's, uh, he's in the unemployment line. He should have never gone to the NFL, Bill. I just don't think he's an NFL guy, and that could have not gone worse for him. I think he thinks a, he he needs about four shots of Valium, and and you know some Demerol, and just relax. That guy's uptight. I remember watching him when he was doing announcing for Fox. Everybody's happy and jovial and playing around. He's standing in the corner like like the uh, like the uh, the 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 uh, the step kid that nobody likes, standing in the corner just watching him. He's an uptight guy. He needs, you know, maybe, I mean, I guess he got some lap dances in, in the first part of the year. He needs some more of them. He really does. <laughs> Something of that nature. Yeah, he, he, just, needs to, he needs to lighten the fuck up. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, he'll have plenty of time to do that now. I don't know if he's going to live in uh, Jacksonville any longer or whatever, but he's got a lot of money and uh, he'll be just fine. Poor Jaguars. They just can't get it together. Uh, well, you and I always vent. I think you and I have very similar opinions of the LA Rams and their mediocrity, inconsistency. We're up or down. Uh, I said weeks ago, they're not going to make the playoffs. You had an even bolder prediction about their coaching staff that I, <laughs> we don't need to go into, but we are both extreme uh, guys out there when it comes to the Rams. Well, here's my take on the Rams. They went out, they bought every good player money can buy. Okay. They have an all-star team now, especially when they had Robert Woods. Woods is gone. There's just not enough football for everybody. Okay. Mm. That's like putting a bunch of um, Victoria's secret models in the same room, the hot ones. And there's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of, uh, you know, um, there's a lot of jealousy and, 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 and frustration in these people. And they can't, they can't work as a team. Well, Okay. Um, you know, that's why Playboy Bunnies back in the day didn't get along well because they were all always envious of each other and they were wondering who uh, Hef was banging at the time. Well, in this case, Hef is the football and they all want the football and not everybody can have the football. Now, I'll tell you what, what's been a really good surprise the last last week was the uh, running back. What's his name? Sony, Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle. That guy came through. Now that's a that, if they keep running the ball and grounding the ball and eating eating clock and their defense can uh, keep people uh, uh, out of the end zone, they're they you know that'll be good. That'll be that'll be you know that that's an improvement. Um, 
but just relying on on uh, the passing skills of Mr. Stafford is not going to get the job done. I really like him, but man, he's made some terrible throws. But what are you doing? You're killing me. He's he's made some throws that were just I've seen. I actually I've seen better passes in a gay bar. <laughs> not that I've ever been in one. But yeah, how would you know? Work. How would you know? Uh, <laughs> I think they can run the football, and they have possibly Cam Akers coming back after tearing his Achilles in July. That's Oop. Tony Michelga. Cam Akers, he was their top back last year. I think it was a rookie. Oh, okay. um, Tours Achilles, he's going to be. They can run the ball, man. And in and in January in the playoffs, that's important. Um, who else impresses you? Uh, the NFC to me is absolutely loaded. Packers, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Rams, the Cardinals. I mean, this is going to be an intense NFC playoffs. I think. Yeah, you could put you could put an AFC playoff team together, and not beat probably the top three or four NFC teams. Mm. Even the Chiefs, who who have found it, put yeah, it all together. They're, they're up and down. You 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 stop Mahomes, you stop the Chiefs. Yeah, little pressure. He was shut out in the Super Bowl last year, so that just proves uh, that can happen. But uh, Rams, uh, two games left. Baltimore on Sunday, and then those hated 49ers, uh, who just will not go away. Those pesky 49ers that are probably going to get in the playoffs. And I hope to God they don't play the Rams because uh, I well, just don't if, like that. For, if the if the season was to end today. It's Rams hosting the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> so, good luck with that. I hate those guys. I hate them so much. Oh, my goodness. Um, Bill, what is on tap for you in the in the future? More of the same? Are we going to get to see you maybe once every couple months here on the podcast? What do you think? I, I would like to do that. I'd like to get back and, and um, get some FaceTime with, with, with uh, all the real Hondo people, you know, because that's the only people who watch you. So I just have to know my audience. <laughs> What I'm going to do next year, Bill, is I'm going to take uh, I'm going to have a separate podcast uh, that is real Hondo football only during the football season. August yeah, that's through. another thing. That's another thing. Uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Aldini and I, you know, we work Friday nights and we were we were watching your sideline reporting. OK. Um, uh, Christina Pink, you are not. All right. Not <laughs> I didn't show close. myself. I showed the footage. Yeah. OK. All right. And, you know, next year, rent, rent a cherry picker and put your phone up on a hoist and be able to film the fucking game rather than this, this bouncing Parkinson's riddled diseased guy bouncing, the, <laughs> bouncing the camera, you know, I mean, my God, man. Hey, but you were tuning in, you were tuning in to, we were watch tuning in to get a good fucking laugh is what we were doing. <laughs> Real Honda. Hey, hey, Bill, beating them charter up chargers, one of the biggest wins in school history, if I must say. That was huge. That was huge. I mean, Charter Oak must have had about 15, 17 guys in COVID protocol that night. No, that no, off. they they had fresh bodies and a lot of them. Rio Hondo won that game playing 15 players. Amazing. 15 guys saw the field. So uh so I, I know you you tease you tease my alma mater or at least my coverage of it, but I know well, you know what? There's 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 you know. The Rio Hondo um, uh, alumni fraternity is about, it makes the USC fraternity look like, uh, you know, chowderheads. Okay. And they're, they're, some, they're the biggest, you know, alumni fraternity there is. If you're, if you see, if you, if, if, a, if a USC person, a USC person are walking on the street, they just know, Hey, you a Trojan? Yeah. Hey, you know, and they give the secret handshake, you know, that's, they, they pale in, in comparison 
to you real Hondo people. It's, it's amazing. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. I love it. That's a, that is a compliment. That's a very good compliment though. I appreciate yeah. that. And you know, when I read the, when, when Freddie put the picture of you up the other day, I, and he said, Hey, this is my quarterback. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. I go, whatever year, what year did you graduate? 2003. 2003. I'm thinking, well, maybe they were still, you know, small then. And, and maybe there was like maybe 17 kids in the school. So yeah. most of the team that had to be mixed, there had to be, a, it, it was, a, it was maybe a co-ed team. So if Matt wasn't the quarterback, some girl might've been. So that, that was my thought on that. The best handoffer in uh, RHP history, for sure. Definitely not much of a passer, uh, <laughs> but that's that. Uh, no, so let's see. Okay, no pressure, no scheduling, but yeah, let's plan to have you back. Uh, I don't know, sometime in February, maybe that'd be nice. Um, let's let's do a let's do a Super Bowl preview show, shall we? Oh, I love it. I love it. We'll have two weeks of to build up. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a preview show. Talk about uh, you know previous Super Bowls. That would be a lot of fun, Bill. If they even have hell, who knows? We may, the country may get shut down again. Yeah, I know. Well, that's one thing. It's supposed to be here in Los Angeles. And I'm thinking we have the worst, some of the worst restrictions in the country. Why would well, you? Here's the deal. Here's here? the deal. It, 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 just like the COVID, the vaccines, just like that. It's all money driven. Do you think for one second, one second that the NFL will allow the state of California to shut down a Super Bowl? No fucking way. <laughs> I agree. It could be, it could be. Silent Green, the Omega Man. There could be dead bodies piled up. They're going to play the Super Bowl in in in, in L.A. All right. Yeah. They're going to. Yeah, they're going it, to. It's interesting to me, Bill. You know, we touched on this a little bit, but uh, I don't want to. We don't have to. Well, anyway, the NFL, the NBA, and the NHL. The NHL is one hundred percent vaccinated. NBA and NFL about ninety five percent vaccinated. Cases are going through the roof. Uh, vaccinated people are, are getting this thing. I don't, I've said it before. I say it again. I don't, I know nothing, but I think everyone's going to get this thing at some point, but you know, runner. I, you I know, tell you what, I absolutely, Matt, I, I, I'm vaccinated double. I had it and you had it and I had the fucking booster. Okay. I've had my shots. I feel like a, I feel like a Doberman pincher. I've had my shot. <laughs> all right. Now here's the thing. A couple of weeks ago, I, I, I kind of, you know, I worked with some guys that were, you know, Aldini's one of them. I think he gave me, a cold or something. If, if I'd have gone in and tested, I guarantee you, you have snot in your nose and that Q-tip picks it up. You've got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guarantee it's like the, this ripple effect. The first, the first boulder that goes in the water, it's a big, huge splash. Well, that was COVID. Two years later, we've got little ripples that are almost to the shore. That's what these variants are. It'll get you sick. It'll get you sick. But if you've had it or you've had a shot, supposedly it's not going to be that bad. And even maybe if you haven't had a shot, it's not that bad. All right. I had the sniffles. I didn't have a fever. I mean, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that there are people walking around out there healthy as an ox that if they get the Q-tip up their nose, oh, you're, you're, uh, you're Delta, you're, uh, what the fuck is it now? Omicron. You're Omicron positive. Well, whoopie do shit. Thank you very much. I'm going to continue doing my thing. Yeah. And now you've got car, you got people lined up around city blocks wanting to get tested and they feel great. They feel fine. Why the fuck are you getting tested? If you feel we're, okay. We're living, 
we're living in in fear right now. And, we are. And, it's crazy. Oh, I don't want to spread it to to someone else or this or that. It's like, well, pe- people around you are vaccinated. I, I don't know. I just it's one vicious circle. It's like we have to stop the madness at some point. I fear it, going into a jewelry store in Los Angeles and get my head blown off more than I fear getting COVID again. Yeah. Driving in the rain in, in California. Uh, you know, that's, that's scary and no one should be on the road that we, we should mandate that. Cause we had a bunch of people and you might, you might very well die. And it might not, it's probably not your fault. It's probably someone else's fault. Anyway. Right. I mean, I live, I live very close to the Ontario airport. One of these jets could stray off and, and, and strike, strike my bedroom in the middle of the night. You know, I, I, hope I, fear, that mask, before, I fear that before I fear getting COVID again and having a bad, bad time with it. Okay. Yeah. And you're right. You're right. You better have a fucking mask on. <laughs> you don't <laughs> wear a mask. You're gonna, you know what? That's like, that's like, you know, that's like having a loaded gun. That's like being Alec Baldwin, you know? Oh, oh. you didn't think I was, you didn't think I was going to, I wasn't going to touch on that idiot. Did you? <laughs> Bill, our, our anti-gun, uh, uh, anti-gunner, the Mr. One and only Alec Baldwin, who thinks guns are evil and this and that. Well, he proved, he it. He he proved did. it, didn't he? Yeah. In the hands of an idiot, he proved it. They are bad. No doubt. Yeah. You pointed it, you pointed at somebody and pulled the trigger, bad shit gonna happen. But and he if, said and, he didn't and, pull the trigger. Oh, yeah. I'm like, how did really, really, Alec? I I think I think he maybe had a little uh, a spritzer or something, uh, you know, during one of the breaks and accidentally pulled the trigger. That's what I think happened. He's one of the most hated. I hate his face. I look at his face and I don't like it. I don't like him. Even before he killed that poor woman. I don't like him. He's an asshole. What kills me, no no pun intended, what 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 kills me is is the lack of accountability. He said he has no remorse. He said he 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 has no guilt. Are you fucking kidding me? People in Hollywood are sick, Bill. There's a few good people there. I think there is an illness of the Hollywood elites. They are delusional people who have no idea. Well, think about it, Matt. Think about it. When you, I don't know if they had, if they had drama or stage uh, stuff in at Rio Hondo Prep, but the high school I went to, they had drama. All the weirdos were in drama. You have to pretend to be somebody. Yeah, all the weirdos went to drama. Okay, (laughs) you didn't find any athletes like myself even though I wasn't that great of an athlete. We didn't go to drama. We didn't, we didn't do that shit. All right. But, but all the weirdos were in drama. Now, now let me say this. Some of the athletes, you know, that, that got into movies after they were athletes. Well, that's different. You know, oh, yeah. they did it for the money, but the, but the, but the true thespians of the world, they get into it early. They're weirdos. You're acting in my, in my humble opinion. Think about well, it. Well, and Ted, yes, to piggyback the real, the real Hindu, the real Hondo prep. We, we, the school so small, we had to do everything. You had to play football, then go play an instrument, then go be in the, you know, act in the school play. Yeah, very well rounded, but we were not centralized into one specific, like, like the drama department. I hear you there. You're around pretending to be someone you're not. Is kind you know, of we had, we had, we had people, you know, in, in, in like science class that when you're asked a question, they got into character and answered the question. It's like, sit down, you fucking idiot. Stop you it. Stop. Oh, Sit my down. goodness. You know, this isn't Shakespeare in the round. Come on. <laughs> my, uh, yeah, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. See, there's a lot of things. And, that and, there, and he's a prime, he's a prime example. He's a prime example of a goof. You yeah. know, when you're handed a weapon, I don't give a shit if it's a movie set, 
when, when you're, if you hand me a weapon, Matt, and you say, hey, Bill, it's clear there's no rounds in there. Hey, you're a great guy. And I love you to no. death. And I'm going to believe you. But you know what? I'm going to check for myself. That is responsible. That is the responsible and uh, accurate thing to do. Always. And, and always should be, done like in my loaded. opinion, he should be, he should be charged with some type of crime. Something. He should be charged. He, he, he killed a lot more uh, innocent uh, people than Kyle Rittenhouse did. I'll tell you that much. He sure as fuck did. <laughs> we, see, there's been a lot that's happened since you've been on this show. So I knew we kind of be all over the place. I mean, it's been I'm trying to remember when our last, it, it was probably this summer, the last time I had yeah, it. Was probably, I think it was probably September, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Right before yeah. the football season took right. off. Right. Yeah. That's because I, I, you know, I didn't want to interfere with your, with your 24 seven coverage of real Honda football. I just couldn't compete with that. Proud tradition. No, you couldn't. You had to take a little, a little sabbatical, but I, I'm just happy to have you back. I, I didn't want you to get bored, Bill. I don't want you to, you know, to think the podcast well, was just well, Tr- Tracy, uh, Tracy did a great job in, in filling in for me a couple times, not filling in, just doing his thing. I enjoy yeah. listening to Tracy. He's, 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 uh, you know, he's, he's, he's one of us. I love you know, him. I great guy. I wish he, you know, it's too bad. He's not on more. I like listening to Tracy. We'll get him on more. He's a great yeah. Christmas guest. Had him on last week and, um, going to work on the, the complete with the red of, uh... shirt he was wearing. He was quite festive in the occasion. <laughs> He's always very festive. Indeed. We got to get Bob Gordon on. I want, especially with Michigan being in the, these bowl games. I want to hear from Bobby. G. I, yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our good friend that we see uh, wandering around Upland here and there. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's, 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 <laughs> he's in a watering hole once or twice in his life. Every now and then, every now and then he's, uh, yeah. you know, he is the one and only Bobby, Bobby Gordon. Uh, Bill, what else is on your mind? Anything else uh, going on? Um, well, God willing, we'll live to see the next, uh, the, the year 2022 coming up. Um, you know, every day, every day is a blessing. Every day you wake up is, is a good day. That's right. That's right. And, and do you think you're going to get to the whole Omega Man experience at some point, or are you just uh, probably too old for that? The Omega Man in doing weren't what? You, weren't, you, weren't you just being like the last man on earth and, you know, because everything's going to, See, it feels like everything's coming to an end here at some point. I'm not trying to be doomsday guy, but I know it wasn't uh, Charlton Heston, your the Omega Man. You, you made yeah, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, he survived. He, he you know he he could only go out during the daytime because all of the uh, the uh, the uh, um, the, go- the the Goonies would come out at night because they couldn't. They had their eyesight's were bad. They caught some <laughs> disease, and he was the only guy who had the the, the magic potion to not catch it. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he would talk to his butler who I have a butler in my house now. We have good, we have good conversations as well. Um, you know, it's a, um, it's, yeah, it's that, it's a, uh, for those of you know me, go on my Facebook, go back to about Halloween and check out my, my, uh, Rolf, my butler. Rolf. <laughs> yeah. He stands in the corner. He doesn't get in my way. I get home at night. We, we, we exchange pleasantries. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's a good, he's a good companion. Love it. That yeah. is, so, uh, so in that case, yes, mean. me, me and, uh, me and Chuck, me and Chuck Heston do have something in common. Yeah. Love it. Fantastic. Bill Barnes. Well, well we, we are worried. We've been worried about you. People have wanted, uh, answers and you finally gave them some today, some close, not closure. Cause this is not the end. This is just a hello again. Hello again. 
Yeah. Well, you've been gone for months. You've been gone for a quarter of the year. Well, I mean, you know, some of us, some of us actually have to work. Some of us actually have to be adults. Some of us have to, you know, jump out of the, the comfort zone and go out and, uh, you know, uh, do the Lord's work. And, you know, sorry that got in the way, guys. <laughs> do it. Do it while you can. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, CBS Sports banner behind you. What What is that yeah. all about? Yeah, well, I, I got this off eBay about, I don't know, 20 years ago when they were pertinent in sports. I put it on my wall to represent CBS sports because they no longer have sports. So it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm a spokesman for them for CBS because they're the media and I hate them, but, and they used to have sports. They used to have the, they used to have football. They used to have basketball. They used to have baseball. They had a lot of sports back in the day. They have nothing now. When they let go of John, I don't know, maybe they have like women's figure skating or, (laughs) or something like that, but I don't see CBS is not big in the, uh, sports business anymore no are they they, they still they, they still have do, football do they do, they, do they do afc though are they the afc they, they are the afc network yeah well, again, gotta, again they're doing they're doing baby. semi-pro football <laughs> as the as a former fox employee you know i'm a little yes. partial to to fox but i think their coverage is just way better than the cbs sports uh, especially in the football scheme of things well it is what it is did yeah. you happen to see that all madden documentary no, and I wanted to, and I forgot it, and I didn't, and damn it, I, I, I hope they, they replay it, because I want to see it. It's, it was fantastic. 90 minutes, um, you know, Madden started at CBS Sports, and then what, what were your thoughts on, on the legendary John Madden? A phenomenal coach, but a better, better uh, football commentator, you know? Mm. Now, he's a guy, I don't know, maybe he's a, he's a little above in years now, he wouldn't be as fun as he was, but he'd have been a great guy to sit down and have a, have a, uh, uh, iced tea with you know yeah oh no doubt john boom boom you know i mean i mean he, remember he was a big miller light guy coming right. out of the yeah his advertisements <laughs> no he was he was great and what i didn't realize bill was that he was like he was like the first guy really to be like this this ex-coach ex-player whatever that was really active really good he paved the way for so many of these other guys that really don't know what they're talking about uh, anymore I think, but- I think hank scram hank scram did it while he was doing it hank was pretty good uh, Dick Vermeil was doing it for a while. He was pretty oh, good. Yeah. But but John Madden was 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 good because he was boisterous. He was the guy that every guy sitting on his ass at home could re- you know relate to. And um, I think the first person that he did a game with was one of the first announcers. Everybody thinks that him and Pat Summerall did it all the time. I think now maybe they said it on the on the special. I don't know. But I think one of the first ones he did was was with Ben Scully. When Vin did uh, football, he did work a lot with Vin Scully. Uh, that was cool to see. He, like his first ever like practice game was at the Coliseum, way up at the top. And I don't even think it was a broadcast, but it was with this this tiny little young guy who uh, who uh, Madden was like, "Who's this guy?" And it was Bob Costas. Bob Costas, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but anyway, no, it was fantastic. You got to see it. Well, I'm not giving anything away, but like the. You know, him riding the bus uh, for his entire career, basically, was what made him so relatable is he'd stop in these tiny little towns that, you know, and he was he wanted to interact with the people and talk to those who work seven days a week on farms and things. And that was what made him even more relatable because he cared about, you know, flyover country as well, instead of just uh, being a big city guy. He was a man of the people. Yeah. And he didn't from what I remember, he didn't like to fly. Flying gave him uh, 
Um, he didn't like being in a tube 35,000 feet above the air and not having control of, of if he, you know, falling out of the bus is one thing, falling out of the air is another. That's what he said. Yeah, they, they, they tried to ride in trains for a while. He said, yeah, this, this never leaves the ground. I'm much more comfortable with this here. So, uh, yeah, well, check and that, that and out. And again, that's another reason for beating somebody up when they become unruly at 35,000 feet in a, in, a, in a metal tube. Okay, they need to be put down. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it at that. Oh man, Bill, this has been fun, man. I, I don't want it to end, but uh, you know, let's let's uh, hit the pause button for now and come back for the Super Bowl uh, preview. I I'm I'm holding you to that. I hope it's the Rams, but if it's not, we'll still uh, break it down and uh, we'll see what happens, man. This has been fun. Happy or Merry Christmas to you, of course, and and a Happy New Year, Bill. Bill, twenty twenty two. The day after this is released, twenty twenty two. My God, you know, I remember back. 1980 i remember 42 years ago and i thought man 1980 and then 2000 hit and i thought man 22 years ago so it's uh time flies you know whether yeah. you like it or not you know you get and, older and whether you like it or not you're playing you're playing with house money my friend you're you, hey uh, di- what did you what did you get donna for christmas by the way all the all this talk about you what did you do for her what didn't i get <laughs> all your money's gone shit are you kidding me i've got to i've got to keep her somehow i have to find yeah. the gifts i mean my, my 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 personality should be enough but um um let's see some jewelry um let's see i got her kind of this cool little necklace it's it's a b and a d d for donna b for bill or her maiden name which is Brilli. okay and I said to her, look, I go, you can wear this at the same time. And then it means that we're both laying on top of each other, D and the B. All right. Or if you break, if you kick me to the curb, which, you know, if you do, then you can still keep it and go by your maiden name. You are an intelligent man, Bill Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. You are but very, I like the laying, smart. I like the laying on top of each other. Better. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> She's keeping you young, my friend. She is keeping you young. Yeah. Well, that was my, tell my lower back that. You know? <laughs> hey, that's why you got that nice uh, back pad now to, to rest right. on and that's recover. Right. Oh, man. Bill Barnes, happy 22 to, 2022 to you. And, uh, man, any final words to the, uh, to the listeners out there? Uh, words of wisdom for the crazy year that is upcoming? Um, you know what? Make the best of it. Um, this too shall pass, but it's going to fucking take a while, I think. Um, <laughs> and as soon as we get some Republican people in there, some people that have common sense, um, this Omicron, all these variants, it'll be just like any other cold or any other flu. The masks will come off. We're going to live like people in Florida. We're going to play through and um, it's going to be a whole lot better. However, to those of you that have had it, that have been very, very sick, uh, to those of you that have lost loved ones, I've lost friends. Um, words can't um, you make that better, obviously. It, it was a bad situation. It was a bad virus. Uh, we seem to be getting a handle on it now. But, um, you know, to those that we lost this last year and the year before, um, you know, I'm sorry, my condolences. Um, but let's, let's, let's keep shoving and get through this and uh <clears throat> happy new year to everybody make it productive or make it unproductive do whatever you want to do 
Um, you can you can be a good American now and sit on your ass at home and do nothing and get paid for it. I salute you there. <laughs> or you can or you can go out and 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 uh, and do it the right way. So do it the right Amen. way. Amen, Bill. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, we will see you in about a month or so. We shall. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I'm gonna phone the phone the uh, phone the friends, wake the neighbors, and 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 have them tune in for this um, uh, show on uh, Friday morning, right? Friday morning, New Year's Eve. Good, as long as it's not New Year's Day when they're all hungover. No, no, no. Get, we'll, this will we'll, we'll get them. Get this will drive everyone out to drink after they. Yes, listen. absolutely. Yeah, you know. be, there'll be there'll be record uh, alcohol sales that night. <laughs> All right, Billy Bards, this has been fun. Thanks for doing this. Okay, see you. Well, thanks again, Bill Barnes, for coming back on the program after a few months off, a hiatus, if you will. Glad to see Bill's smiling mug on camera here. Um, love talking with him, whether we are uh, on the podcast or somewhere else, but uh, just a blast talking with the one and only Bill Barnes, not on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in anymore, but you know, every now and then we'll still call it a weigh-in him, him stepping in and staying a while, uh, if you will, for, uh, you know, every few months or so, but looking forward to having him back before the Super Bowl, probably in, when will that be early February? So about a month away, we'll give, we'll let January, uh, of 2022, um, get get under our belts and then bring back mr bill barnes and again he's not for everybody says some things maybe you like maybe you don't like um but he's he's our guy here on the podcast and uh even even i i sit here and sometimes just sit back and let him do his thing so <laughs> love that guy he's uh, he's great usually for the most part not everything eh, anyway i won't get into that love bill barnes we'll see him back in a month or so guys 2022 is upon us 2021 has flown by can't believe it here we are and uh Ah, it's going to be a long night for me driving Uber all night long, but um, 2022, hopefully it's a lot better than 21 and 20. I hope that we can get back to just uh, living our lives at some point and take the precautions if, if, if you should so feel inclined and um, for those that uh, need to or should or should to should to or should, uh, you know, definitely uh, by all means uh, be safe, but let's let's get back to living here at some point, huh? I don't know if there's any hope for us here in California, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, happy new year to everybody. I'm not a big new year's guy, new year's Eve guy, but uh happy new year to everyone. 2022. Um, I can't believe those words are flowing out either. Every time the calendar changes, it's uh, it's interesting. So it'll take me two months to remember to write 22 instead of 21, like I'm sure most people, but Bill Barnes, thanks for coming on the program guys. Enjoy your new year's Eve. Be safe out there. Take an Uber and I'll pick you up if you need be. Give me a call for those of you in the area and um, yeah, enjoy, enjoy the evening. Uh, enjoy being around people the last of the holidays until uh, what would that be? Uh, we've got some time, but anyway, uh, Merry Christmas once again, and a happy new year to my get home safe podcast listeners. When I come back on Tuesday, it will officially be season three of the get home safe podcast. Can you believe that started out as a five day a week show during the lockdown transitioned into three days a week. Now we're at two days a week. Uh, maybe it'll get down to one day a week. I don't know, but for now, three, excuse me, two days a week. Season three officially starts in January. Can't wait to bring you guys more and more shows, maybe a break in there some at some point, but for now, Tuesdays, just me and Fridays with a fun guest 
to have a conversation with. Bill Barnes, we'll see you in a month. Everyone else, we'll see you in 2022. Season three is upon us. Have a great New Year's Eve. And especially tonight, guys, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. Thank you.